This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Because it's not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Brazil now is with China. That's in our own hemisphere. We have to, used to have something called the Monroe Doctrine. Let me read you a list, Sean. Invasion of foreigners, severe economic troubles, division of the empire, empire stretched too thin, government corruption and political instability, loss of traditional values, weakening of the legions, the military. That is what combined to destroy the Roman Empire. The Roman Empire lasts a thousand years. We're not even close to a thousand years. Every one of those seven or eight issues is something we are confronting today. And Rome fell in 476 CE of its own weight. We have something going on in this country that we've never had before. We have a Marxist revolution that is destroying us from within while the enemy gathers abroad. And there is an access of powers against us right now. It's China, Russia, Iran, and North Korea. This is no joke. China hasn't built the biggest navy on the face of the earth, military islands in the South China Sea, over 27 bases of different kinds in our hemisphere, a, a deep water naval base in Samaya, where my great uncle fought on Guadalcanal. You have uh, China with a base on the western coast of Africa facing us killer satellites, nuclear missiles. You think they're building all that to defeat Taiwan? They're building all that to defeat us. They're not gonna be satisfied with Taiwan. They're in battles now with the Philippines and Japan, even Vietnam. Uh, Australia's being threatened. Uh, unless you're Helen Keller, you can't see this and hear what's going on here. This is a big damn deal. And let me tell you something that viewers of this audience and Others may not want to hear. We need to prepare for war against China. I don't mean go to war. I don't mean initiate a war. But they are preparing for war. We are completely unprepared as a nation psychologically. We are completely unprepared economically and immigration-wise in securing our border. Our military is not prepared in the sense that they're pushing this woke ideology. Our military budgets do not reflect the threats that we are facing in the world around us. I want to say it again so the backbenchers regurgitate it. We must prepare for war against China. Hey, thanks for joining us. I hope that laid it out. I mean, this is, this is a difficult choice. It is, we need the stuff, we want the stuff, they can make the stuff that we can't make. Oh, but at the same time, we may not only be funding a potential army or air force invasion of Taiwan, but a lot of this stuff might be made in forced labor camps. Oh, I, I understand why companies want to do business in China. They have 1.5 billion people. 
their GDP per capita is not nearly as great as ours. It's about 13,000. Ours is about 70,000. But they, uh, they have a lot of purchasing power. But here's the problem. Uh, China is wealthy in part, large part, because we helped admit China to the World Trade Organization on December 11th. 2001. China started cheating December 12th. And um, the what, Chinese what do you mean, Communist Senator, by Party cheating? Still- uh, we hear that term a lot, but if you were to define it as the head of the Select Committee on China, explain to our audience, many of whom are not DC insiders, what that word means. Hmm? Well, when I say that the Communist Party of China will steal the hair off your head, what I mean is. Communist Party of China controls all business in China. Uh, The Communist Party of China directs businesses to steal trade secrets, to surveil illegally American businesses, to steal intellectual property. And if Tesla, for example, opens a plant in China, as it has in part, uh, if if Tesla's not careful... China will steal all its intellectual property and you'll start seeing a lot of counterfeit goods, a lot of little Chinese Teslas running around and they won't need Tesla anymore. And, and that's the problem, right? I don't, I don't want to be in a cold war with China or a hot war. I just want China to be a stable member of a, of a global world order. But China's not going to do that by us giving them hugs and hot cocoa. They understand strength. Not because we want war, not because we're gonna cause war, but because they want war. They've only communicated it 10,000 different ways, whether it's violating our airspace, navigable waters, threatening our ships, threatening our country, threatening our people. What else can they do short of attacking? They're not gonna be satisfied with Taiwan. This is a big damn deal. And we don't have the military brass in the Pentagon to deal with this. The Secretary of Defense or Secretary of State, we've never been so weak. That's what Xi sees. He sees what I see. He sees what the rest of the damn world sees. This is no joke. When you have the French, this guy, what is he, Vichy France? This guy stabs us in the back, Macron. Lafayette, remember Lafayette? He helped us during the Revolutionary War. He defied the... The monarchy, he joined Washington, he led the Battle of Brandywine, he got wounded, he was with us, the French helped us at the end of the war. Here's France, where we sent GIs to Europe to liberate France, and many of them died. And look what this bastard does to us, the president of France. He goes over to China at the height of tensions, stabs us in the back, says he will not support us. He's provoking the Chinese to act. Talks about autonomy. You can stick your autonomy, France, as far as I'm concerned. Joe Biden, Joe Biden gets elected, putatively anyway. He's Mr. Diplomacy. Tells the world we're back. Mr. Globalist, Mr. Experience. Let me tell you something. He's dragging this country into depression. He's dragging this country into war. Not because of what the isolationists say, but because of the opposite. We're not acting like a confident, strong country. And so people are disrespecting us. He keeps calling Xi. We don't know what he's telling him, but I can imagine what he's telling. What do they keep saying? We don't want conflict. We want competition. Stop calling Xi. 
because you're demonstrating to him how damn weak you are. We, the people, deserve a better leader than this and a better government than this. But this is what we put up with. It's absolutely unbelievable. That's it. I'm done. It's Tuesday, 11 April, in the year of our Lord. Wait for it. Steve Cortez, uh, brother, you know, they see the uh, Fox, the TV for stupid people, finally waking up after years of Murdoch not allowing this to be on his network. <clears throat> By the way, Murdoch, who just bailed on, Murdoch, who just bailed on his latest catch, 60-year-old fiance who he dumped because she had two profound <laughs> and uh, demonstrable evangelical Christian leanings. That's why she got rid of her after two weeks. He was married at one time to Wendy Deng, a Chinese Communist Party intelligence asset. He was married to her for many, many years. Fox has been quiet on this, but now they woke. They're awakened. Steve Cortez, before I get to Gaffney here about the Third World War, uh, Brother Levin, there was a couple of big misses in that. It's the year of our Lord. What, sir? Yes, listen, it is it is Anno Domini. It is A.D. It is indeed the year of our Lord. We do not use C.E., nor do we use B.C.E. Those are inventions of the academy of the ruling class to try to de-Christianize, to try to inflict a secular humanist worldview on the United States. Uh, yeah. And we should reject that Mark kind of Levin. nomenclature. So it's yeah. important to speak Ma- Mark in Levin, truth. You can't be talk- uh, it's important to respect tradition. Yeah. You, 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 and it is indeed you, yeah. A.D. It is the year of our Lord. Ma- Mark Levin, you can't be giving me the big speech about saving the Judeo-Christian West and use common era. <clears throat> Not acceptable, okay? Get it out of your lexicon. It's A.D. Anno Dominio. Steve uh, Cortez, um, talk to me about, uh, I want to go to Senator Claghorn's, because this is what your leadership is. I want to go to Senator Claghorn's um, Oh, we just got to we just need him as a stable member of a war. We just need him to sit there and just continue to trade with us. Sucker capital, sucker technology. Senator Claghorn is considered a hawk. What's your assessment of Senator Claghorn? His great turn last night. By the way, that show on CNBC at seven o'clock is a fantastic show for anybody that after we finish here at the war room, it's absolutely fantastic. Spectacular, quite frankly, for a good wrap up of the, of the day's news. Uh, tell me about your thoughts on Senator Claghorn. Uh, Listen, you know, Senator Kennedy, uh, I'll be the first to admit, is very good at turning a phrase and he can be very entertaining, Uh, but he is very establishment in his thinking on a host of issues. And that's a shame because he represents, of course, a deeply read, very patriotic state of Louisiana. He's somebody who should should be much more populist in the long tradition of Louisiana politics. And he should be much more bold because he has the electoral freedom to be bold when it comes to China specifically. uh, He doesn't understand that this isn't just a commercial mistake. It is certainly a business and commercial mistake, the way that we trade with China, the way that we have allowed and, in fact, incentivized and invited the Chinese Communist Party to abuse us through predatory trade practices. But it's much more than that. We need to recognize that we are in an existential battle with the Chinese Communist Party and that the CCP in many facets of this battle is winning, quite frankly, is winning this Cold War, this new Pacific Cold War that we're in right now. And so people like Senator Kennedy, you know, I think, again, 
uh, skilled at the turn of a phrase, but somebody who doesn't really understand the crux of what is going on here. And and by the way, so what, what should be the actionable items? You know, what, what should be the agenda for confronting China? In my view, to start with, there needs to be significant tariffs, not just because it makes economic sense, because we should be protecting and protectionism is not a bad word. Uh, it has been a bad word for the establishment Republican set, but it shouldn't be. We should be protecting American workers, protecting American industry. So we need protectionism, trade protectionism to guard American workers and American industry against the predatory mercantilist practices of the CCP. So I think that is the first instance. Um, and Trump made some important steps in this regard, but I believe we need to go much, much further on tariffs. Secondarily, we need biological war reparations. There was an epidemiological Pearl Harbor unleashed on the United States, in fact, the entire world, by the Chinese Communist Party. They knowingly, even if they didn't create the virus, uh, and there's obviously a lot of evidence that they did, but even if they didn't, they knowingly, the, the, still the best case scenario for them is still terrible, which is that they knowingly unleashed it on the world. They got the, the fake imprimatur, the, the stamp of approval from the World Health Organization to insist, to lie to the world that it was not being passed human to human uh, in the earliest days of the virus. They owe massive reparations to the United States for that crime against the people of the United States. For starters, as a down payment on those reparations, I believe we are an incredibly indebted nation, of course, unfortunately. This doesn't solve our debt problems, but it is a nice first step toward getting to a place of, of fiscal sanity. We owe a trillion dollars to the Chinese Communist Party. That trillion dollars, in my view, should be wiped away as a first down payment on the biological war operations that the CCP owes to the people of the United States. Steve, hang on for one second. I got Frank Gaffney. The, the operant word here is decoupling. Remember, this is why this audience is so important. You're a vanguard. You're a cadre. You're, you're at the tip of the tip of the spear. Levin and these guys, all great. We take converts. We love converts. They're all converting now. That's fantastic. But they're converting to the neocons, um, the neocons uh, default position. Oh, let's go start shooting up over time. No, we can defeat the Chinese Communist Party. The, the, the main thing is the main thing. Keep your eye on the prize. The prize is to take down the illegitimate transnational criminal organization in Beijing. It's not to go to war with China. It's to take them down. How do you take them down? You decouple immediately. You cut them off from capital. You cut them off from technology. All of it immediately. And you seize their assets. First asset I would seize is their front man, Elon Musk. I'd seize all the plants at Tesla, all the battery facilities at Tesla immediately seize all the ccp's assets in the united states you want to break them we can break them capital markets economics and technology never have to get to the shooting war that they're trying to bait us into short break frank gaffney committee on the present danger china with a new book the indictment steve cortez is with us guess what it's the beginning of the third world war and you've got a ringside seat inflation has consequences as the fed raises interest rates to combat out-of-control government spending, long-term bonds have diminished in value, crippling banks. Depositors are holding their breath, and investors are bailing on bank stocks. Diversification has never looked more important to you. The recent surge in gold prices is directly tied to the extreme market volatility right now. This is why gold has historically been a great hedge against the stock market and against inflation. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold Group. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert 
an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert your existing IRA or 401ks that are tied to a volatile market into an IRA in physical precious metals, either gold or silver. And here's the best part. It's tax sheltered. Let me repeat that. It's tax sheltered. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold today. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold is who you can trust to protect your future. Text Bannon to 989898 today. Take action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, the purpose of the exercise is not a war. The purpose of the exercise is victory. This ain't Afghanistan. This is not Iraq. This is not Kuwait in the, uh, in the, in the Gulf War. This is not Vietnam. This is not Korea. You can't walk away from this one. The other ones we get to say, hey, you know, it didn't work out. We're gone. Okay, this can't it. This is, this is great power um, fights. Uh, between two different uh, views of the world, right? And what Gaffney said was so haunting, the American people are psychologically not ready for a massive military defeat in good old-fashioned combat, not hunting bad guys in Afghanistan, not doing, you know, the three weeks it took us to get to Iraq, and then you had to deal with the insurgents. Understand, that's all horrible. Not the couple of weeks it took in Kuwait, not not in Vietnam where you can decide, oh, we got 50,000 dead, but we don't have the will to, to do it anymore, uh, it, you know, we did, it was for the wrong reason. A whole host thing, and just leave and just let them have 20 million people killed by Pol Pot and others. You can't walk away from this one. We're in it, as we keep saying. So we got to win. It's about victory. And the one way you don't have victory is you don't walk into a sucker punch. And that's where we're, we're heading there right now. And we got to be very careful uh, because I don't believe these guys can, as you're saying, they fight the ship. But they got – it's only 90 miles off the coast, and they are – they're armed to the teeth. And you see this envelopment they're doing, this, this uh, exercises they're doing constantly. Frank Gaffney, Committee on the President Danger of China. The reason we formed the committee – it was a committee on the President Danger years ago – was to warn the American people that this was happening and why it was happening. And most importantly, your new book, The Indictment, we talk about not just she. The reason we're in this predicament – the reason we're in this predicament, Fox News, is because of the elites of this country, particularly the Wall Street capitalists and the technology guys in Silicon Valley, to which Sequoia Capital is a front for the Chinese Communist Party. It just is. It's the most powerful venture capital firm in Silicon Valley. We, there's a fifth column in this country that has sold this country out and is restraining us from decoupling from the Chinese Communist Party, not China, the Chinese Communist Party. We must decouple. We can break their back and destroy them in six months without firing a shot. Frank Gaffney. Steve, one of the things that I appreciate so much about your pedagogy in this program is you you have the historical perspective. Uh, we have actually done this before. And the Committee on the Present Danger, as you've pointed out, in the late 1970s, helped one of its members 
a guy by the name of Ronald Reagan, devise a strategy that had a chance of winning without firing a shot. And he not only embraced that strategy, he ran for office as president of the United States, pledging to execute it. No more, you know, detente, not even containment. He was talking about rolling back what was at that time, he was clear-eyed about it, the existential threat to freedom. And he not only got a mandate from the American people to do just that, he brought about 33 members of the committee into his administration to execute the strategy, which they did. And the rest, as they say, is history. And to today's point, we've taken the idea of a committee on the present danger, applied it to China. With your help and vision, we have begun earnestly making the same sort of case the committee did back in the 70s to help, we pray, a new candidate to run for office seeking a mandate to take down the Soviet's successor as the existential threat to freedom of our time, namely the Chinese Communist Party. And Steve, what I, I just want to underscore is your point that we can win hopefully without fighting, if we take the fight to them using the tools in which we have strength. And unfortunately, at the moment, it's, it's, it's not the United States military. Uh, it's not even probably the case that we could defeat the, uh, the Chinese, but we're certainly not capable of deterring them at the moment. So we have to use these other techniques, and and the Committee on the Present Danger of China has been all about this decoupling from the get-go, particularly ending the underwriting of the CCP with our money. That means all of our money, uh, the money that we've invested in pension funds and mutual funds and index funds and so on, that Wall Street has, through the problem of elite capture, insisted on investing massively, three to six trillion dollars by some estimates, in Chinese companies and, as a practical matter, the Chinese Communist Party. So here's an example of it. And and look, I loved Mark's rant uh, and, you know, latecomers, as you say, converts, whatever. But there's one point that's really vital that we have to get right. This is not about weakness on the part of Joe Biden. Is he weak? Yes, absolutely he's weak. Is he communicating weakness all over the world? Yes, he is. And are people bailing on us because they sense that weakness? Absolutely. But it's so much worse than that. He epitomizes elite capture of the kind you just described. People actively aiding and abetting our mortal enemies. And to have the commander-in-chief of the United States military be doing that at such a time as this, is totally unacceptable. So you've mentioned the indictment. Thank you for publishing it and the forward of it. Uh, it is available now, I'm sorry to say, not an, on Amazon, but it is available at Barnes & Noble. You can get Kindle at Amazon, but you can't get the book for some inexplicable reason. But you can get it at Barnes & Noble. I hope people will pre-order it now because what we talk about, what's yeah. right out of the gate, Steve, is we've got to stop allowing people who are working for the Chinese Communist Party, the captured elites in political life as well as business and finance and academia and the media and so on, from being in leadership positions at a time when you can't possibly lead us to victory if you're working for the Chinese Communists. 
Let me let me be, let me be blunt here. By the way, uh, we had you know people realize we have a huge book buying um, audience. That's why people try to come on the show with their books. So that's because they understand their publishers understand they may hate the War Room and they may hate Steve Bannon, but they understand our audience buys a lot of books. People know I, I I'm a, I'm a voracious reader. So when we launched the new imprint, we had lots of different options. I said it's got to be in the indictment. Right. Because you get the main things got to be the main thing. And we got so many other fights. I understand that from from ESG to, to you know, woke uh, to the invasion on the southern border, lack of our sovereignty, the the, the vaccines, all of it. And we're going to get to all of those. We're going to have the leading titles and all this. But I want to make sure people understand something. Larry Fink and his and the Ken Griffin's in these oligarchs on Wall Street, the same guys that have the a DEI index that are forcing the company, and by the way, the companies are willing uh, c- to comply with it. The same diversity, equity, inclusion crowd, the same ESG crowd, are the same people that are allied with the Chinese Communist Party and have shifted the jobs over there and made a ton of money. This is what I told Graham Allison with his big book, The Thucydides Trap, you know, Destined for War, he and Kissinger. I said, bro, right here in this building, I had more for lunch. I said, here's the question. You got 14 times and, you know, 12 times they clashed, the rising power, the, the, the declining power, Athens and Sparta. I said, look, that's all fine, but show me one example where the elites of the declining power made more money on the way down than they made on the way up. That's the situation we're in. We've been sold out by a fifth column in this nation. And the great thing about the indictment, it begins naming names and we're going to do more of it. These people are your enemies. Let me repeat this. The Larry Fink is an enemy of the people of the United States of America. He sold this country out, and there's a slew of them, from Ray Dalio to Ken Griffin. They're in business with the CCP. They hate populism. You know why they hate populism? Because we're willing to stand up and say, our sons and daughters are not going to die. We're not going to lose 10,000 sailors in the Seventh Fleet playing your games when you're financing the enemy. You finance their war machine. You've given them technology. You sit there and you sequoia capital. Democratic Party's raising more money. That's Nancy Pelosi's rise to power. We're shaking down Silicon Valley. She goes from a Tiananmen Square hardline democracy advocate getting arrested in Tiananmen Square to the biggest buddy of these people that are selling out the country, raising money. This is the issue before us. We have a fifth column in this nation that has sold us out. And now, with our backs against the wall and all the chip plants over there, now you got to call on the Seventh Fleet that's, quite frankly, not prepared. They're not prepared to fight this war. They're just not. And Frank Gaffney said on the show three weeks ago, you're going to lose a carrier battle group, and you're going to have 10,000 sailors at the bottom of the South China Sea and the bottom of the Straits of Taiwan, and then the blame game's going to start. It's going to be a new Pearl Harbor. Okay? Let's avoid that. Let's be smart and let's be tough. The elites in this country are, are, always protect uh, their privileges. Let's protect the privileges of the people of this nation. It is time now to declare unrestricted war on the Chinese Communist Party. Today, we should seize all of their assets. I can go into Midtown Manhattan and I can show you the buildings that Wan Shishan's family owns, that Xi's family owns, that Deng Xiaoping's family owns. It's like that scene in The Untouchables. When Sean Connery says, everybody knows where the whiskey is, does anybody have the courage to take the axe and beat down the door? Now is our call to action. I don't need sort of claghorn. Well, you know, they got what we need them in a stable member. We need them in a stable member of a ruler. No, we don't. 
We need them defeated. We don't need them a stable member. They're never going to be a stable member, you fool. What are you thinking of? It's time now to stop the happy talk. It's time now to start, stop all the claptrap you see all the time. It's time now to identify the enemy, take the fight to the enemy, take the torch to the enemy. And that is enemies that are both foreign and domestic. Short commercial break. Gaffney on the other side. Steve Cortez, you're in the war room. But the games you want to play Bring it on and I will fight to the end Just watch and see It's all started Everything's begun And you are over Cause we're taking down the CCP Spread the word all through Hong Kong We will fight till they're all gone We rejoice when there's no more Let's take down the CCP Citizens Anyone who thinks they won't need emergency food isn't paying attention. Every day, the headlines get worse and worse and worse. Is the unthinkable next? It pays to prepare. That's why I seriously recommend you stock up on emergency food and you do it right away. You never know when the next shoe will drop, and when it does, emergency food will be hard to find. So get yours now while it's on sale. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and check out their popular three-month emergency food kit. Right now, you'll save $200 per kit. Let me repeat that. $200 per kit savings. Each kit gives you a wide variety of delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks, providing over 2,000 calories per day for optimum strength and energy. Act now and claim your $200 savings per kit. You'll sleep better knowing your family won't suffer if the worst ever happens. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and you'll enjoy free shipping, too. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay. Um, uh, Frank, uh, we've got the book, The Indictment, if we can get that up. want to make sure everybody's got a chance to go to Barnes & Noble, pre-order it's on Kindle on Amazon. Here's what they're telling us. They've laid off 10,000 people, so they're just back. This is not they're trying to suppress it as of yet. Um, so the hard copies will be out there. Um, also, Frank, you're going to be at the, um, at the, at the uh, Alliance for Freedom, American Alliance for Freedom, um, is going to be on the, tw- uh, is, was it the 21st and 22nd? 22nd and 23rd. In Los Angeles, the greater L.A. area. 22nd, 23rd, thank you. Frank Gaffney is going to kick off the conference. Stephen K. Bannon is going to end the conference on Sunday. In between, you've got the best of the best. Just incredible. It's called The Beginning Years of the Third World War. For those in the area that can't get a 25% discount being War Room um, Posse member, just go to the site and just put in War Room. Um, But if you can't go, we're going to make sure the videos, the live streams, we'll we'll get the top things. We want everybody to see this. We want to make this a big deal. It's a collection. Karen Siegman and the team have put together just an incredible collection of people. Also, there's a bunch of stuff on Getter. I'm putting stuff up on Getter all the time. This morning, we had Mark Levin's rant, and we always take converts. Love Mark. As soon as we get his mind right on AD versus the common era. Um, But there's also this thing about Colby, um, Eldridge Colby, Bridge Colby, who was a guy in the the, – he's kind of like a Pottinger type. There's a big article about him, I think, in Foreign Policy, Frank. And these guys are important. Remember – the purpose in Politico, the purpose of what we do on this show is to set the path in a way that they eventually come to us. Trust me, they all they could come and they have to take interim st- and the stations at the cross. They have to take interim stops. 
They have to take in, in their journeys. They have to take interim stops. But you need the Pottingers. You need the Colbys. You need the Tuckers. You need the Mark Levins. You need that. That's all coming our way. It's all coming our way because keep in the fog of war. You must be maniacally focused on what you're trying to do, what you're trying to accomplish. What does victory mean? And victory is very simple. It is to assist Lao Beijing, the 1.2 billion uh, souls in China that hate them with a passion, to be able to overthrow them. And how does that happen? You stop underwriting it. You stop giving them access to our capital. You stop giving them access to our technology. A hard cold decoupling immediately. And Steve Cortez is right. You didn't start talking about the bioweapons attack uh, reparations, but you also immediately seize their assets, seize their assets that's stolen from the Chinese people. We put them in trust and we figured it out later. We divvy it up between Lao Beijing and ourselves. We'll figure that out. But we steal it from them. You'll cut them off to be done in six months, six months without firing a shot, without a carrier battle group out of San Diego and Pearl at the bottom of the South China Sea because the way you're headed, you can't walk into the sucker punch, okay? I'm all for a gunfight when it's time to have a gunfight, but you only have gunfights when you've done every other thing. What the Chinese have been doing is for 30 years. They understand this. It's Sun Tzu. They want to win without firing a shot, but if they have to fire a shot, they'll do it. We must become savvy. I'm, I'm telling you, it ain't going to turn out well. Frank Gaffney, uh, well, Committee on the Present Danger, the book, what else we got? Well, I just wanted to make two points, if I may. One is uh, the thesis of the indictment, as you mentioned, is that the Chinese Communist Party is a transnational criminal organization. If we treat it as such, it opens up a whole host of opportunities for, as you say, unrestricted warfare against them. And just think about this as one specific point. If they are a criminal organization, and we document that they are, crimes against humanity, war crimes against our country, and we can make the point that those fellow travelers, those captured elites, those fifth columnists in our country are accomplices to their criminal conduct. Well, maybe there's opportunities here for racketeering charges to be brought by, who knows, maybe even individual citizens. But certainly in the court of public opinion, we can be prosecuting the case that these people have to be put out of business. We have no other choice. And you've laid out the ways in which to do that. Cutting off their capital, stopping the technology flows, seizing their assets here in the United States. Um, one other example I just said to my friend Steve, they owe us about a trillion dollars, American citizens, in sovereign bonds from uh, yes. the regime that they replaced. That's the, a, that's some found money that bonds. could go to reparations yeah. and all kinds of other yeah. things. Anyway, we can do all sorts of things yeah. if we put our head towards it. Committee on the Present Danger, yeah. China, is a font of information. As you say, we're delighted to bring others along behind us. But there's yeah. wealth of information here, and we've tried to distill yeah. it in this book to make it accessible. PresentDangerChina.org yeah. is where you can find the, the webinars, it, and the it, distilled essence of it is in the indictmentbook.com. In every, in every revolutionary movement, like in the revolution of 1776, Sam Adams, John Hancock, Patrick Henry, Thomas Paine, you didn't hear a lot about them after the revolution and after victory. 
You, you serve a purpose for a time. That's a vanguard. That's a cadre. That's what this audience is. You're a cadre. Part of this, you're a cadre. The cadre always pushes your pathfinders. You're always pushing it forward. You're always pushing it forward, and they will come to you. They're coming to us right now. Think about it. You had this talk five years. No, 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 no. Look at it. It's all coming our way. And now we gotta we got to inform them on how to be savvy, how to be tough, how to make these tough calls. Frank Gaffney, thank you very much for joining us this morning. Appreciate it. Always a privilege. Thank you, sir. Okay, look forward to seeing you in L.A. Okay, uh, Cortez, by the way, go to birchgold.com. Now more than ever, I've been working on this for two years, the end of the dollar empire. Steve Cortez kicked it all off a couple of years ago by writing the end of King Dollar, right? The end. This is the end of the dollar empire. Go to birchgold.com slash right now and get it totally free. The third uh, chapter is installment is, wait for it, the debt trap, talking about what's going on right now with this massive fight about the debt ceiling, about now they're going to blame you, they're going to blame MAGA Republicans for the whole thing, they're going to blame me for the whole thing. Steve Cortez has got to show us why that's a lie. But go and get all the information you need right now to get whether your IRA, your 401k, or whatever. We're not telling you what to do except get smart. Go get this information from uh, Philip Patrick and the team right now. Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Uh, Cortez... They're blaming MAGA now. The, the Hill newspapers got um, that um, the debt ceiling uh, fight with the MAGA hardcore Republicans is going to cause interest rates to go up to pay to get people to buy the bonds. The bonds are going to drop in face amount of value. We're going to we're going to exacerbate the bank crisis because it's always the fault of the American people. It's all right. they're the ones that bring this upon us. Do you do you believe in that thesis, sir? Uh, no, uh, not remotely. You know, the, the salt of the earth American workers are the victims of the economic pain, the economic failures that are being inflicted upon working class Americans right now. Not the cause. They are the victims. And that is why this debt ceiling showdown, it is absolutely imperative that the GOP hold the line. Now, I believe they're going to, Steve, but I also believe they're going to, at least in large part, because this audience, because the deplorables out there are going to insist on it, are going to put the pressure on through calls and emails and, if necessary, peaceful protests to make sure that this GOP majority, which was very hard fought, which we earned last November, and I know there were a lot of disappointments about last November's election. Believe me, I, I share in those disappointments, but there were also significant victories. And the most significant victory was taking that speaker's gavel away from Nancy Pelosi. Now, unfortunately, a lot of that victory was effectively neutered by a lot of Republican establishment senators because they passed a budget in advance of that gavel being passed to Speaker, Speaker McCarthy. So we don't have as, much, as many political weapons as we should, unfortunately, because people like Mitch McConnell and Tom Cotton uh, collaborated with Joe Biden to worsen and exacerbate the economic crisis that we're in and to politically steal away the momentum from our movement. But nonetheless, uh, that's spilled milk at this point. We cannot go back in time. What we can do is from here forward, insist that the GOP leadership hold the line on the debt ceiling and restore fiscal sanity in this country so that we can get on the path toward reclaiming prosperity for Americans. Because right now, Steve, we are in such a terrible place economically that according to surveys that go back Three decades, 78% of American people do not believe their children will live a better life financially than they have lived. That is by far the worst read of all time. 78% of Americans have no hope that their children are going to live an economically better life than they have lived. 
People are losing hope. They are in despair and for valid reasons because of the reality they are living day to day because of the stresses and anxieties that they are suffering because of the economic pain that Washington, D.C. has inflicted. So, no, not only did they not cause it, regular Americans are the victims of this economic imbroglio. And we thankfully have leverage now. We have the tools to at least begin the process of economic healing and restoration. Let's go to your, I want to go to your Substack now on this segment. We got about three minutes, and then in the next yeah. one, we'll talk about some of the economics news. But you had a Substack that's about the syllabus of eras, and I want to tell people how old school. Although Cortez went to Georgetown and was a little twisted by the Jesuits, he came <laughs> in as his, his parents. His parents built a strong man. This is how old school. This is how old school an original gangster Cortez is. Most people, when you think about the Catholic Church, they say Pius the Tenth, Pius the Tenth, you know, Mel Gibson, Pius the Tenth. He's a Pius the Ninth. <laughs> this is That's right. the original. This is the individual that saw the future. In the 19th century, two thinkers saw the vision of the 20th century Nietzsche and Pope Pius the Ninth. One which saw what modernity was going to be, the other saw modernity and said, We got to stop this. Talk me through the syllabus of error, sir. Yes. And, and by the way, I was reticent to even use this title because I have such regard for the real syllabus of errors that I don't want to seem flippant. Uh, but I do think that there is, I, I hope that I presented a cogent uh, syllabus of economic errors, which are unfortunately being inflicted upon the American people right now. But regarding the real syllabus of errors, uh, for folks out there, even if you aren't Catholic, I encourage you to read it because this man, Pius IX, the longest serving pope in the history of the Catholic Church of two millennia, this man in the 1800s truly did see the future, and he rails against modernity. And the syllabus of errors is regarded, by the way, by academics um, and by the the, uh, the social justice warrior set, um, as, you know, as some sort of rep- reprobate, um, um, uh, you know, screed. Yes. In in reality, the syllabus of errors is exactly correct. It's not very long, by the way. It truly is a syllabus, meaning that it's an outline of the various errors that he sees in modernity, uh, that he sees in the Enlightenment. Uh, and because of that, and because of my tremendous regard for Pius IX, who was who was known as Pio Nono, he was affectionately called by Romans Pio Nono, Pius IX. Uh, I, I, it, when I thought of the the list of errors, the sequential errors that have led us to this place, to this economic precipice, I thought it would be useful for us to review them. Because if we don't know how we got here, we can't change the forward trajectory. And I believe right now that the biggest risk to the American economy is commercial real estate. And you know, Steve, you and I talk a lot about comparisons uh, to 2008 and 09, you know, how, how the current situation is like that and how it's different, right? Um, and in many ways, I think it's actually more dangerous right now. Now, the, the risks are not as obvious. And what I mean by that is in 08 and 09, the risks were almost totally in residential real estate. And because of that, it was very front and center to regular people. What I mean by that is everybody had a friend, a neighbor, a cousin who was over their skis on their mortgages, right? So it was very tangible. It was very sort of uh, real to most Americans, it was front and center to them, the risks in the economy. It's different now because the risks are not there. As a matter of fact, credit standards have gotten so tight, it's actually quite difficult to get a mortgage. Anybody who's gotten a mortgage lately knows that. Uh, you know, they, they want to see everything you've ever done in your life. So we're in a very different place in terms of residential. However, on the commercial side, that's where the risks now lie. And I lay out why we got here, the, the series of policy errors, the syllabus of errors. Which can go through <laughs> Hang on. The next I, I, want, I, want to get, I want to get into those errors. Take a short break. Steve Cortez is with us. The syllabus of economic errors, of, uh, errors of the elites in the Biden regime, all next in the war room. We will fight till the 
in Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to itargetpro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com, offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, um, birchgold.com slash Bannon, end of the dollar empire, plus all the information you need on precious metals today. You need to immerse yourself today, so go do that. Also, we put up, uh, Grace and Mo put up, we got the link to Peter Navarro's, I think it's 10 bucks or 12 bucks for War Room Posse members, his macroeconomics course, the one he, I think he taught at Harvard, he, he got a PhD from Harvard, I think he taught undergraduates there in his uh, PhD years. Um, but it's the same course, strategic macroeconomics. Go get it, 10 episodes. You're gonna, we need to immerse you. I don't care if you never went to high school. I don't care if you can't balance a checkbook. You're going to learn this. It's not that difficult. You're going to learn it, and then you're going to look at politics totally differently. Steve Cortez, the floor is yours, sir. So listen, commercial real estate, I believe, is the biggest economic risk uh, to every American's life. Even if you think you are uninvolved in commercial real estate, it matters to you. And let me lay out uh, the reasons why. And this is my new article, The Syllabus of Economic Errors. And uh, I titled it that, by the way, uh, to pay homage to Pius IX, who wrote the actual syllabus of errors. If we can show chart number four, by the way, let's have a quick laugh or a smile if we can before we start to cry about these the syllabus of the errors. So that's Joe Biden, of course, on the left, and that is Pius IX on the right. Which one of these two would you rather be governed by? I'll take the guy on the right any day who wrote the syllabus of errors. But getting to the errors, uh, and these are sequential and they are compounding over the last three years. Why is commercial real estate in such a perilous condition right now? It starts with the lockdowns, the lockdowns of 2020, which were, of course, totally unscientific. They were illogical. They were unfair. They were illegal in large part. But nonetheless, the lockdowns, one of the economic, there were so many dire consequences that we're still dealing with, uh, social, physical, mental, from the lockdowns. But the, in terms of the economic consequences of the lockdowns, the lockdowns taught a lot of individuals by necessity, individuals and companies, both workers and employers, that they could effectively, or at least effectively enough, work from home, okay? So that, that was the first predicate of this march toward a commercial real estate crisis. We then had, in the summer of 2020, 
the BLM riots. We had violence and carnage all over the United States. And by the way, those same public health authorities, and I cite this in my article and give the links, those very same public health authorities who told us that for our own safety, we had to stay home, remember this, never forget this. They said, oh, but you get a hall pass. It's okay to congregate. It's okay to gather as long as it's for BLM riots, as long as it is for agitation for leftist narratives. They literally said that to us, okay? So the BLM riots of 2020 created such carnage, uh, lasting violence to this day, decimating city centers around the United States that have effectively made them into no-go zones. I was just back, Steve, in my home city of Chicago, and on a regular workday, the Chicago Loop is practically a ghost town, and the few people that you do see roaming around are generally unsavory characters, the same kind of situation in downtown San Francisco. So we taught people by necessity that they have to work remotely, that they can work from home. We turn the city centers into dangerous no-go zones. What's the, what's the result? Well, the result is, unfortunately, massive spikes in vacancies in downtown office buildings. Not my opinion. Let's go to the charts. Let's look at chart number two, please, if we could. This is vacancy in downtown offices. That chart goes all the way back to 2006. Notice the massive spike in vacancies right now at the far right end of that graph far worse than 2008, 2009. And Steve, as I said in the previous segment, most of the risks in 08 and 09 were in the residential real estate sector. That's not the case now. The risks are in the commercial real estate sector. So moving on with the, with the sequence of failures, with, with the syllabus of economic errors, what's the next massive error? Well, what did Joe Biden do when he took office? He was handed a wonderful economic handoff of an economy that was recovering with low inflation. And what did he do? He engaged in absolutely exorbitant borrowing and spending with the help, with the assistance of collaborationist Republicans on Capitol Hill, particularly in the U.S. Senate. So you take this situation, okay, of an already very vulnerable commercial real estate market, particularly as it pertains to office buildings, and you throw on top of that massive amounts of inflation, inflation that was created by Joe Biden. Always remember that, folks. This isn't bad luck. This isn't the business cycle. This is a created crisis of inflation. And then what is the result from there? The result is bank failures, which we're now experiencing. So let's bring this all the way up to the present day. The Silicon Valley Bank failed for a lot of reasons, uh, but as its depositors in tech who were suffering from the very inflation that Biden caused, as they were suffering from that inflation, as they were clamoring for cash and withdrawing their funds from the bank, the bank couldn't meet those obligations. Why? Because its bond holdings were getting killed because of Biden's inflation. So again, that's why I say these are compounding errors. One feeds off of the next. And what is the result of this bank crisis that we are presently in? We see a collapse in bank lending. If we can go to chart number three, this is a recent headline from Bloomberg talking about, and this is bringing it all the way to the present day, the most recent data we have, the last two weeks of March, bank lending, Steve, dropped by $105 billion, with a B, $105 billion, that is the most in history in data that goes back a half century. So we now have a credit crunch. We have an absolute collapse in bank lending. That means that the American economy, particularly Main Street businesses, particularly smaller firms who rely on the smaller regional banks, uh, have an absolute uh, dearth, a, a desert of capital right yeah. now. Why? Because of this syllabus of error. So I hope I have laid out in logical terms with yeah. facts and figures and charts Perfect. how we got here and why these you know, risks are so perilous. E e e e Elon Musk is suppressing Substack right now. Everybody knows that. How did they get to your Substack? How did they get to your social media, Steve? This is something people must read. 
Yes, please. SteveCortez.substack.com. Uh, and I do link to it also on my social medias. Uh, on Twitter, I'm at Cortez, Steve Cortez with an S. Here's the thing about the credit. They're also going to start. It's not just the, 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 the lending to, to the small companies. It's more. It's also going to be the credit cards. You're going to see these millennials have added all this debt. You're going to start getting the call. No more the credit cards in the mail. What you're going to see next, you got a 5000 you're tapped down your 5000 you're paying exorbitant rates. They're going to come to you and say, hey, oh, by the way, that 5000 has got to be 3000 How are you going to pay off the 2000 You You watch. The, this ca- the credit restriction inaccessibility is going to be massive. Cortez, thank you very much, brother. Fantastic. The syllabus of eras. He's a Pius the Ninth guy, not a Pius the Tenth. That's how hardcore an original gangster. Remember, two individuals in the middle of the 19th century s- saw the 20th century. Nietzsche and Pius the Ninth. That's why he wrote the syllabus of errors, the, 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 the oath against modernity. He saw what it was going to be. Short commercial break. The one, the only, Alex Jones joins us next in the war room. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 